0: Hi, and welcome to Nancast. I'm Jill, your host. The following episode is sponsored by RMS Omega and me, Johnson. Shh, don't make a peep. Let your tiny patient sleep. Rest Easy RFID allows NICU nurses to identify the infant in a safe, contactless manner. The patented solution by RMS Omega uses an RFID ankle band and reader to scan through an isolette or swaddle without disturbing an infant's much-needed rest. Visit RMS Omega at the NAN Virtual Conference to learn more and enter to win a smart speaker and other prizes. And now a word from me, Johnson. In a world that is ever-evolving, your compassion never fades. Through all the triumphs and most difficult days, you never give up. You work tirelessly to make sure the most vulnerable babies receive the nutrition and care they need to grow and develop. You help set the stage for families on how to care for their premature newborns so when they go home everyone has the resources they need to thrive. You may consider it just doing your job, but to the babies that need the most care, you are their greatest heroes. From all of us at Infamil, thank you. Established by the National Association of Neonatal Nurses, Neonatal Nurses Week is a time to honor nurse colleagues and show pride in being a neonatal nurse or neonatal APRN. Nurses all over the world work tirelessly to save the most fragile neonatal lives, work closely with patient families, and advocate for the neonatal nursing profession. The contributions of NICU nurses and neonatal APRNs make a difference that lasts a lifetime for neonates and their families. This year, As we celebrate Neonatal Nurses Week amongst the global pandemic and the Year of the Nurse, there is no better time to thank and be thankful for our NICU nurses all across the globe. Nan is always honored to be the voice of neonatal nurses, but now, more than ever, we are proud to stand by such resilient, dedicated, compassionate professionals. We hope that you take time throughout Neonatal Nurses Week to celebrate all that you do and honor the colleagues that stand by your side. In honor of Neonatal Nurses Week, we have invited three nurses to participate in a conversation regarding what it means to them to be a NICU nurse, the lessons they have learned over their career, and what they hope for the profession in the future. Let's get right into it. Every NICU nurse, whether just starting out as a new grad or a NICU nurse in a leadership position, touches the lives of patients and their families every day. And these three extraordinary nurses are doing just that. Hello, ladies. Thank you for joining us today. Let's all introduce ourselves and tell me what inspired you to become a neonatal nurse. Hi, everybody. My
1: name is Tommy Farrell, and I have been a neonatal nurse for 39 years a nurse in general for 45 years. I work at the bedside primarily in a large uh, metropolitan hospital, children's hospital. Um, and I've done other things along with NICU, transport, MRI, things like that. But I've really stayed at the bedside, bedside in a level four NICU most of my career. Um, I would say that it was kind of an accidental thing that I became a NICU nurse. For a little bit of time, my husband and I had gone up to State College, uh, which is where Penn State is, uh, so he could pursue a graduate degree, and there was this tiny little uh, local yokel hospital there that's now a much bigger medical center, but at the time, it had a tiny little nursery, and everyone, and that's where I wound up working uh, during that period of time. Up to that period of time, I had actually worked in psychiatry. so um, the only job opening was for a well baby nursery. And so I took it. And every once in a while we would get a sick baby, a preemie, something like that. And we didn't know what we were doing. And I was terrified and working with a local hospital pediatrician, and we would have to wait for some kind of transport to come pick up this baby. And it happens enough times that I got really intrigued by what this was all about, as terrified as I was. So when we came back to Philadelphia. Um, I went immediately to a NICU and, and that's where it all began for me. And it became quickly a big passion for me.
0: Nothing like being thrown into the fire when you're taking care of the well babies and you're by yourself. Yeah. So I was very scared. So it's pretty amazing that I even picked up uh, an ability to
1: feel that I wanted to do that.
0: <laughs> so. No, that's great. That's great. It's amazing where, you know, where you start and then where you end up and the j- journey that it takes you. So mm-hmm. So, Melanie, can you tell us a little about a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So my
2: name is Melanie Chrisofoli. I am a nurse in a Level Four NICU. Um, I've been there for two years, and I've been a nurse for two years. Um, I started in the NICU straight out of school. I was inspired by an externship that I did my senior year of college. I was randomly placed in the NICU. I thought that I wanted to be in the NICU, but you can never really know until you do it. Um, And by the luck of it, I was placed there and I absolutely loved it. Um, But the one night that really stood out for me was Christmas Eve when I was a senior nurse extern. They got a really sick admission um, and the nurse that was taking care of this baby was incredible. And I was just helping her grab things from the tube station and grab things from Clean Supply and just watching her and how she really took amazing care of this baby and i knew in that moment that was what i wanted to do um so i looked for every nicu hiring new grads and applied to probably just about every single one of them and i started in august after my senior year and i'm still there today
0: that's awesome i think that uh externships are a great way for people to get a feel for, you know, that specialty that they might not have learned a lot in school and get, you know, see if that's something that you want to do. And it's awesome that you had a a great mentor, so to speak, to look up to and strive to be to help, you know, for you to pursue your NICU career. So thank you for joining us. Thanks. And then Kelly. Mm -hmm.
3: Hi, my name is Kelly Roebuck, and I have been a NICU nurse for nine years. Um, It's crazy to think where the time goes, uh, but what really drew me to NICU nursing, I have to admit, I didn't know that it was exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I knew from a personal experience of visiting someone in the hospital that nursing was what I wanted to do, and then it wasn't until going through my clinical rotations that I absolutely knew pediatrics was for me. Um, there was no way I didn't want to work with them. Um, and then going through even more clinical rotations, I did fall in love with the NICU. Um, I really loved the high acuity, just the opportunity to learn. And it seemed so fascinating what these nurses were able to do. Um, so I kind of toyed around between the NICU and other uh, high acuity intensive care type environments, um but I do love babies. And I know that that is such a cliche statement to make when you're a NICU nurse, but I was lucky to find a job in the NICU when I first graduated. And after working there, I quickly realized that I had 100% made the right decision and I could not see myself doing something else. So, um, I've been there for nine years and I
0: absolutely love it. That's great. I know it's, it's, funny how in nursing school, I feel like we don't always get a lot of really great experience in the NICU. So it's sort of new to everybody. And um, it's, it's, I call NICU nursing the best kept secret in nursing. Um, I Mm. think once you get a taste of it and you're there, you fall in love with it. And that's why we have such great senior staff. Nobody ever leaves the NICU. Like, why would you want to? Um, So I think that's awesome. We have excellent resources that have been there for a very long time. And it's, you know, we always strive to help our new grads um, like Melanie and, you know, it's, it's, a cliche that you shouldn't go into a specialty right out of school, but I I really don't believe in that. If you have a passion for something, go for it. Um, I think that's what really leads to being a really strong, compassionate nurse. So it seems that all of you have different varying um, lengths of experience in the NICU, and I'm sure you've learned so much along the way. Um, What lessons have you learned about being a NICU nurse that you think would be really beneficial to other people? Well, I I can speak
1: to that a little bit, Um, when preparing um, for this talk, I was thinking um, about the long road that it has been for me. Um, And one of your questions is what are the lessons learned? And the answer to that is that there's always, always lessons to learn. And uh, there's a old comedian and actress whose name is Lily Tomlin. And uh, one of her quotes is the road to success is always under construction. And I can tell you that I'm so far down this road now, um, and yet I'm always surprised about all of the things that I have yet to learn or I learned in a moment and thought to myself, holy cow, I can't believe that I'm just getting this now. Or looking at a lab value and thinking, oh, I never thought about it like that. And that the big lesson to learn is that you're always learning. Um I mean, I could say a whole lot more about that, but I'll give other people a chance to talk.
2: (laughs) I think something that was really difficult for me to learn was to find my voice. Um, It's really important that you ask questions and speak up for your patient and speak up for their families. And I think as a brand new nurse, you kind of think that you should just be a fly on the wall and observe and take everything in. But it took me a little while to learn how important it is to use my own voice and that my opinion matters. And once you start speaking up, people are really going to understand your point of view because being at the bedside is something that only us bedside nurses do. Um, We're the only people with our patient all day long. And so when you have a concern or you have a question, it's really important that you use your voice to ask it. Um, And I think being brand new, I was always just scared that I was going to be wrong or that people weren't going to want to listen to me. Um, But I've learned over the past two years that, almost all the time somebody is willing to listen to you and your concerns are valid and you're going to learn something new, even if you were wrong.
0: Exactly. I always say we are the biggest advocates. Nurses are advocates. And I think a lot of times, especially with new grads, they they just want to be quiet and they don't think that their opinion matters, just like you said, but you are their patient advocate. These little guys have no voice and you are the voice. And I think that's really important that that was a lesson that you learned. And Thankfully, you learned it early so you can speak up um, and really uh, make a difference for these babies and also the families because you're speaking for the families as well. So that's mm-hmm. great.
3: Yeah, I couldn't agree with both of you more. Um, I I do agree that it's okay to be afraid and it's okay to be vulnerable. Um, everybody is. But as, if you feel empowered enough to ask those questions, it'll only make you grow, both as a NICU nurse and then as a compassionate nurse in general. Um, And one of the lessons I learned also through NICU nursing is both in my personal career, but also in a recent, um, oh gosh, conference that I attended virtually, um, something that one of the speakers said stood out greatly to me, and it was just remembering that you're patient, even though they're a baby and they can't speak to you and they may not even have a whole lot of energy and they may lay there appearing lifeless, they are a patient too. And so just to remember to introduce yourself to them and you can talk through what you're about to do and just treating them with such care and compassion, um, all the while being able to support the family. I think that was one of the the most empowering statements I've heard recently. And it really goes to ring true when you are providing that sweet care to your babies.
0: True, I think a lot of times we kind of focus on our tasks um, especially in an ICU setting and not really look beyond that um, and take in the big picture. And, you know, it is really important to, they're, they're your patient. You should talk to them and tell them what's going on. I know people laugh at me because I have full on conversations with my babies <laughs> when I'm doing care. But, you know, that they, they are patient and they are hearing me and they are listening to me and I am interacting with them. And that's, you know, developmentally appropriate, too. So it's also really important. But those are great lessons and, and they're lessons that, get, that can be held true along whether you're a new grad or you have a lot of season experience or things that, you know, you can apply to your 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 practice every day. Yeah. All right. So those are our lessons that we've learned. But did you guys feel any, like, major challenges or obstacles associated with being a NICU nurse? What are things that you struggle with? Um while you're working on your shift or when you go home, when you think your day's over, but you still, you know, we all have that time where we sit in our car and decompress before we walk into the house. So what are those challenges that you guys face?
3: Mm. Well, I'll start with this one. Um, I think that there are so many that I could speak to. Um... (laughs) unfortunately, but I think that comes with a lot of professions. There's always going to be challenges, especially working in an intensive care unit and having so much pressure on your shoulders. Um, but one of the things for me that I found to be a really great challenge and still is true now, um, is being young. Um, and I, I say that with a lot of, you know, aspects, it could be, be appearing young to your colleagues, but mostly to the families is something that stands out to me, Um, a lot of times they'll say like, are you even old enough to be a nurse? Um, and that comes just with time, I guess, and appearing to be older. But, um, something that was really powerful was I had a physician attending one time who, um, came to the bedside at the request of the family because I had updated them already and they just wanted more, um, which is completely fair. And there's a lot of factors to that statement as well, but, um, It was really, really powerful when the family started asking pretty much the same questions that I had already answered. And the attending looked right at me and looked right back at the family and said, she's the eyes of your patient and of your baby. And I trust everything that she says to me. And so she's the one that you should be asking these questions to. And so it almost just came full circle that he put the trust uh, for the family into me again. Um, So I think that one, the age, just appearing young, but then also making the families trust you or being able to build that trust, which I do think there are other ways to conquer that. But when a family is just so stuck on you looking young and not being old enough to care for your baby, it does make it really challenging to go about your day.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and the doctor even solidified the fact that being in the NICU is all about teamwork and we collaborate, all of us. So we all have equal shares in the stakes of the baby and the baby's outcome. So I think that was awesome that he even said that as well. So.
2: I can definitely relate to being young. Um, Starting as a new grad, I kind of had to just decide that I was going to own it and I was going to admit to my patients' families, Yeah, I'm right out of nursing school and I have not been here that long but I'm ready to learn and I am going to do everything that I can to take the best care of your baby. Um, But I think something that went right along with that was me trying to find a way to relate to my patients' families because I don't have babies of my own. I'm not a mom. Um, And sometimes when you have that mom who is mourning the fact that her baby is sick and that she's in the NICU, and nobody wants to meet an NICU nurse, um, and especially one who doesn't have any kids and can't relate to you in that moment and say, I understand how you're feeling, and I know where you're coming from. I think a big lesson for me was understanding the value of saying, I have no idea how you're feeling right now, and I can't imagine what you're going through, but I'm going to be here for you in whatever way you need me to. Um, that was difficult for me to learn at first, and I was just always trying to find ways to relate to my families. but now I realized just taking that step back and asking them what I can do to help um, makes a big difference.
0: Oh, definitely. Just like Kelly said, you know, the parents are vulnerable and we're vulnerable too at the same time. So, you know, how can we work together um, to move forward and to, you know, to help each other grow and the babies grow and get the best outcome? I'd like to add to that a little bit. Um, I
1: absolutely agree, Melanie, what you're saying. And I love that you said I'm just going to own it. And that's actually the best best way to do it, to just jump right in there. Um, the fact that you're so transparent uh, translates into trust and honesty. And I think that's so important. Um, there are just some of the things that I've learned over the years is no matter what your age is, some days are just going to be really, really difficult. And some relationships with some families are going to be really rough. Um, And you have to find your way. And the best way to do that is through your transparency and your honesty. You can't ever go wrong with that. I mean, there's just going to be some days that are almost too difficult or sometimes even unbearable. But in those moments, you're going to walk away realizing at the end of that shift or maybe at the end of that baby's life or that baby being discharged that you've learned so much from these experiences. It's just in the moment. It's really scary or unsettling. So, And it happens to, to those of us who have really had a lot of experience, It there are just some days that are just going to be really tough.
2: Absolutely. And talking to somebody who has more experience than you and hearing them say that when you're in the moment thinking, this is because I'm new and this is because I don't know what I'm doing yet. Then to talk to somebody and hear them say, that happened to me last week. This family gave me a really hard time about something I said and didn't like how I was providing care. It just makes you feel like it's not you. and. You know, unfortunately, you experience these challenges your whole career, but to hear somebody tell you that you're not the only one who feels that way is really comforting.
0: Exactly. No matter how much experience you have, everybody has the same feelings. So we talked a lot about the challenges that we face of being a NICU nurse, but what about some of the rewards? There are so many rewarding experiences of being in a NICU. You always have people that say, how do you... Be a NICU nurse. How can you do that? It must be so sad, but there are so many more amazing experiences that happen in a NICU that people really aren't aware of. So, could you guys speak to your um, experiences of uh, rewarding times that you've had in the NICU? Kind of maybe tell us a story of some of your favorite experiences. No, I was just
1: thinking about how the rewards are almost the intangibles. Um, You get in your car at the end of the day, and you just have a sense of satisfaction that um, the baby had a good day. And some of it was because of what you did, that you you go in with passion and purpose, but you don't know what's really going to happen at the end of that shift. And when a baby um, turns a corner, does something a little bit more positive, um, has a better outcome that day, um, smiles, uh, those kinds of things, you get back in your car and you think, okay, this was a good day. So I don't know whether I can talk about rewards other than to say that it's more intangible than anything else, but it feels really good and you'll know it when you, when you see it.
0: Exactly. Nothing beats letting a mom or a dad hold their baby for the first time. Like to give that gift to somebody, I I just like, every time I do that, it just, it just fills your heart and it's, you know, it reaffirms like why we are a NICU nurse and not, no feeling is better than that. I think, um, to allow, you know, give that bonding time. So.
2: This is probably one of the more obvious ones, but I think that there's nothing more rewarding than being the nurse who gets to discharge a baby home with their mom and dad. Um, I just, it's incredible that sometimes this is months of a journey of a baby who was born at 25, 26, 27 weeks, and their parents have been living in the walls of their hospital for months. And they finally get to put on their going home outfit and take off all the monitors and put them in their car seat, walk them out to the car. And I always just try and make it the experience they would have had if they were going home from the hospital with a newborn baby two days after they gave birth and, you know, take all of the pictures and, put them in the outfits and let them hold them and smile and cry and just really feel that they're finally getting to that point that they've been waiting for this whole time through all of those ups and downs. And that moment just really makes everything worth it.
3: Yeah, I would agree, Melanie. I think that that's one of the best moments ever. Yeah. Um, For me, one of the most rewarding things, and Jill, you touched on this when you were asking us the question, um, but people will often say like, oh my God, how do you work in the NICU? Isn't it so sad? And my response to the general public is just so simple. Like, yes, it's sad, but there's more happy than sad. Um, And even with the sad, I feel like just having that team there to support you and feeling like you've made a difference for that family, even if it wasn't the best outcome or what the outcome that we all were hoping for. I feel like that's one of the most rewarding and empowering situations. Um, And I truly feel for me that the most rewarding aside from the happiness of a baby getting to go home is being able to connect with the families and support them through one of the worst days, weeks, months, years of their life. Um, And again, regardless of the outcome, but hoping that it's good. I think just being able to support them because in reality, they are a human being too. And prior to this you know, un, unfortunate situation of having to be in a NICU with their baby, they could have been your friend, your neighbor, your family member, whoever. Um, and now they're going through the worst situation in their life. So I think being able to connect with them is the most rewarding.
0: Yeah, we have a really unique role as a NICU nurse because, you know, we're not only taking care of the baby, we're taking care of the family and nobody wants to be in the NICU. That's not their birth plan. That wasn't their plan. So it's, it's, a, it's a huge shock to them. Um, it's a culture shock. So we have a lot of education to do. But I think people really don't realize how resilient these tiny, tiny babies are. Yes, they're very fragile, but they're so resilient. Um, And you see that resiliency grow in the parents, too. And that's that's rewarding in itself as as a nurse to see, you know, parents becoming more comfortable caring for their baby, feeding their baby and and taking more of a control of the situation and letting the nurse kind of step back and and watch those parents care for their child. So, nurses that are in the profession right now, do you have any advice to give to NICU nurses, or things that you've experienced, or you think is really important to know moving forward in your career? Um, For me, one of the most rewarding things has
3: truly been being a part of a professional organization. Um, I joined NAN quickly after becoming a NICU nurse, truly just to become more involved and hear more about what was happening within the profession as a whole. Um, and then with that, I quickly joined my local chapter, um, which gave me the opportunity of being able to meet new people and travel locally to see different presenters and speakers and topics and you know dinner events. And so I just found it to be, one, enjoyable. It was something social to do with your peers, but you weren't at work. And you got to meet new people and hear their journeys and their experiences, very similar to this podcast. And it just opened my eyes to all the opportunities that there are. And then um, with that, I soon became on the board for our local chapter. and, And that was another wonderful experience, which also led me to more national conferences and getting to know people at the national level. Um, and being able to attend those conferences. So I just think that the educational and professional development opportunities are endless. And I really feel like it would be in everyone's benefit to at least join the professional organization, even if at first they don't do a whole lot. Um, But slowly but surely, I think that they will find themselves enjoying it and having the courage to sign up for more things. And before you know it, they might be on the board like Tommy.
1: I would like to add to that. I I absolutely agree that um, joining your national and your local organization really makes you get a connection with other neonatal nurses. And it really builds your confidence in understanding that you do make a difference. Um, It also sets you on a lifelong pattern of um, learning and paying attention to what other people are doing across the country. So I think that's really important. I think for a new nurse, uh, it's most important to find a few mentors, but, you know, especially one main one would be great. But a mentor is so important to uh, bounce things off of, to learn from, um, to figure things out with, to just learn how to be a nurse, let alone a neonatal nurse. Um, I would say another big thing about entering into the career of nursing, especially in NICU, is to really take responsibility for your own learning. And I know that that sounds like something that's a A teacher would say in in elementary school. But nobody's going to really do that for you. And people will recognize that you are shouldering that responsibility. Uh, Practice asking questions to yourself on the way into work. Uh, Things like that will really help you. um, Just taking responsibility for your own learning and your own career trajectory is really important. Somebody gave me that advice coming off
2: orientation. They said something like, so nice to be on orientation because it's so hard to learn once you come off and i remember thinking well why and they were like you know you kind of just have to find things to learn yourself nobody's going to show you anymore and nobody's going to be asking you questions so if you kind of want to just sit back you can and i thought to myself well you know i'm pretty motivated so i can definitely find some things to learn for myself um, but I did definitely recognize that challenge when there is somebody sitting next to you saying, okay, so what did you assess about your patient this morning? And can you look it up and tell me about it? You really have to have the willpower to say, okay, I'm not going to finish my coffee right now. I'm going to open my textbook and read about this diagnosis that I have today that I haven't really had before and I want to get familiar with. So it's definitely a lot of self-discipline to understand that you really don't know everything yet and you need to keep yourself motivated to keep learning or you'll just become stuck in and not push yourself.
0: And I think that is really the importance of joining a professional organization like NAAD because it opens up so many opportunities um, exact for advancing your education. You're, there's so many CEUs, conferences involved, but most importantly, giving you the ability to network, I think, with other nurses. And, you know, you think of something, hey, this is how we're doing it at our unit, but it might not quite be working the right way what do you guys do out in California? What do you guys do in, in Chicago? And just different ideas and, and sharing your knowledge and trying to come up with the best way of doing something um, I think is really helpful. And I, I, you know, we say like knowledge is power, but it's true. It is. And when you, when you practice with a questioning attitude, hopefully, you know, you say, why are we doing it like this? Let me look into this further. And then that could just blossom into some QI initiative <laughs> or something to really improve improve outcomes and it's just it's amazing so we need people that question we need people like melanie that say okay but let me look into that further because that's what's going to drive our profession forward and that's what brings the best outcomes for our babies i am a research dork i love it i question things all the time but you know and i try to get some other people interested in it and that's the importance of a mentor you know so and and nan will allow that um and you know it gives you a lot more opportunities. So, but that's an excellent idea for everybody to, you know continue forward, forge right? You've been a nurse for fifteen years. It doesn't matter you're always learning. There's always something to learn.
1: I'd also like to add that I think um, newer nurses um, sometimes think that it's not their place to start doing these other things. But I think that we really have to look at, expanding our practice outside of the bedside to incorporate all of those things that really impact our patients. So uh, sooner than later, I would really encourage nurses to start looking at healthcare policy and advocacy and um, how the environment is impacting our small patients and all of those things that are really outside of what you think of yourself as a bedside nurse, but directly impact our patients. just everything that's going on in the world right now between the pandemic, I'm sure we're paying attention in a way that we never did before to what's happening outside of our bedsides or the other national issues um, that really involve racism or implicit bias and how are we examining how we are thinking and doing and acting? Are there ways that we can improve both personally and maybe a a unit led initiative? just, being a bedside nurse is, is, just not being a bedside nurse. There's so much more to it. And the sooner that you jump into that, uh, the better you're going to be and the better everybody around you is going to be.
0: That's amazing advice, Tommy. It's, it's so true. Thank you. Yeah. You guys yeah. all
3: hit on things that I feel like I wanted to touch on too. I think the mentor is huge for your career. Um, I know for myself just being completely vulnerable and, and transparent here, I struggled off orientation and there were nurses who didn't believe in me and didn't think I could make it. And that didn't support me and it didn't lift me up in any way, but I found people who believed in me and they made it their passion to support me and love me and put me, you know, put me first and they really looked out for me and I have to say, once I found those people that I felt trusted, like trust in, and I felt comfortable asking them those questions, I, I grew the most. And it was just having that setup for success that I feel like put me to where I am today. And I will forever be grateful for those individuals. And I feel like you can continue to find mentors all through your career. Um, but then one of the things that Melanie mentioned you know, you have a new diagnosis that that you haven't seen before and you look it up and that's wonderful. But I would encourage everyone to do that no matter how far along in your career you are, because even if you've seen that diagnosis already, could you explain it to someone? Could you explain it to a peer or to a family member? Um, And then on that same note, I think advice I would give is It's I'm not saying everybody has to work every single minute of every single shift because it's definitely a long day and exhausting on so many levels. But I think that if everybody just takes that extra five minutes in their downtime to get to know your peers or look up that diagnosis again or read to your patient or talk to the family, I think it would go a really long way.
2: Getting to know other NICU nurses was really hard for me at first because I felt like I always had to be doing something for my patient. I couldn't sit and talk to the charge nurse or talk to my neighbor and see how their weekend was because there was something I could be doing that would benefit my patient. And it took me a long time to realize that getting to know those nurses and taking the time to talk to my charge nurse would benefit my patient because when I need something later or have a question later, that's the person I can go to and say, hey, can you be my second set of eyes? I need some help in here. Um, And I remember thinking, like, oh, my gosh, I don't really have any friends. Like, why? This has never happened to me before. And it wasn't because nobody wanted to be my friend. It's because I was so scared to step away from the bedside for two seconds and go have a regular conversation with somebody because I was at work.
0: I think nurses forget a lot about self-care and how important it is to take care of yourself because, you know, if your cup's empty, you can't give anything, right? There's nothing to pour. So I think we do have to keep in our heads to spend that extra time talking to our coworkers and and having a little bit of a downtime and a break to kind of release um, and take care of yourself because that's the only way we're going to be able to be the best nurses that we can be if we have our full cup. So.
3: Couldn't agree more.
0: But I thank you guys all for joining me and sharing all of your experiences and advice. I'm sure it's going to be very helpful for everybody, whether they are just starting out in the NICU or have been there um, for a very long time because we all are learning and growing. So happy Neonatal Nurses Week to you all. And thank you for joining us.
1: You're welcome.
0: Make sure you never miss an episode of NANCAST by subscribing now. Thank you to our sponsors, RMS Omega and Mead Johnson. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks for your support and letting us into your ears. Have a great day.